Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. I'm getting down to the sum of this. The sum of that. The sum of everything. Episode 23, day 23 of the Come Sub Experience. Welcome, Six Cult. Welcome to my show. I'm Chris C. Miami Six Man on your Twitter feed, and I don't know why I'm sounding hoarse today, but hey, welcome to the show. Uh, it's part two of my conversation with Aaron Weinbaum from Aaron Says What. We'll talk more about, you know, fantasy booking, the return, and the legacy of, of Ronda Rousey. And we talk about uh, his aspirations with this podcast as well as 10 questions today. Uh, but first, uh, I know a lot of shows come on the air. Uh, right off the heels of some of these tragedies out there, and, and you don't want to talk about them because this show's about bringing smiles to your face and positivity, and, and that's what my show is. But, but I feel like the biggest problem with today's society and these issues we're facing and these tragedies we're facing is the fact that we're ignoring them and we're not paying attention to them. So I have to mention it. Um, there's been another, there's been another uh, shooting. It wasn't a murder. The guy's alive. Uh, but a man in North Miami, uh, a caretaker uh, for a man with autism, is laying on the street with his hands in the air, and the police officer shoots him in the leg. He's going, well, I figure if my hands are in the air and I'm on my back, uh, I'm not going to get shot. And this is, this is a black man. And the officer says, you know, he asked the officer, why did you shoot me? And the officer says, I don't know. And I'm going, well, we have a shoot-first mentality on our police forces today. Um don't retaliate because that doesn't make you a martyr, by the way. They all end the same way. Shooter's been killed. Uh, don't be that guy. You're not a martyr. No one's thinking about how you've changed the world with your actions. Everyone's thinking you're a jackass. Even the victim's families are the ones who were killed unnecessarily uh, by the police. So don't be a retaliator either. Um, very serious questions been posed to me by a friend of mine uh, that I – can't answer and i don't know the right answer and that is you know if if blocking streets and marching doesn't solve it what do you do next what is the answer what do you propose chris and i i wish i had the answer um but i do think our police force today has a shoot first mentality and that's a problem uh no no more evident than this particular incident right here shoot first mentality we need to erase that. I know for a fact I have a buddy on the police force. I used to work with the police as a civilian in IT, and, and I know um, I know they face certain dangers constantly, and I know a good friend of mine who I trust uh, will end up being one of these cops that shoots an unarmed black man. But he tells me he doesn't care if you're white, black, whatever, what neighborhood you're in. He's got his hand on the butt of his gun at all times. Entering a situation that he does not know because his life is on the line every time he approaches. So it's a real hairy, real tense, real 
real difficult subject. Uh, but when you're yanking the gun out and shooting someone with his hands in the air, laying on his back, uh, absolutely not resisting at all, and you don't know why you pull the trigger, there, there's an issue uh, with with training. There's an issue with uh, mentality on the police force, so that needs to be looked at. And, and in fact, in a, in a world where we have so many challenges and so many questions and, and, and so much we want to achieve, I actually have a speech I put together. I, I wrote it myself last night, and, and I worked real hard on it. I crammed on it, so please forgive me if I stumble a little bit. Um, uh, um, I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, I, I wrote this all by myself, and I, and I want to share it with you about just being better people and, and, and making a difference in the world. Um, see, uh, Barack and I – excuse me, sorry. Uh, my, my wife and I uh, were raised with so many of the same values. Uh, that work hard for what you want in life and that your word is your bond and you do what you say you're going to do, that you treat people with dignity and respect even if you don't know them and even if you don't agree with them. And, Barack, um, and my wife and I have set out to build lives guided by these values and to pass them on to the next generation because we want our, child, our, our child and all children in this nation to know that the only limit of the height of your achievements is to reach of your dreams and your willingness to work for them, and uh, friendship is magic, and that sets that. Um, so a little ways back, you might remember I introduced to you a, a, uh, a representation of a, of a new TV network uh, coming to the prison uh, system near you called Prison TV, and they added to the lineup to Hell in a Handbasket, a comedy with Jarrett Fogel and uh, – Bill Cosby to hell in a handbasket. I was real excited about this new fall lineup for Prison TV. Of course, the only way to to see these shows is to do the time. Um, so uh, today we introduce a new show for Prison TV, showing that Prison TV is going to market to several different audiences. So I hope you enjoy this preview for the newest show on the Prison TV lineup coming up right now. New this fall on Prison TV. Prison TV turns on this fall on Prison TV after dark. It's the new reality sex series. Gotcha. That's right. This fall on Prison TV after dark. Brings you the latest in reality sex on Cell Block C. Well, I bet you don't get ass like this in the big house, Bobby. Well, well, not, not like this. No, not like this. No. New this fall on Christmas TV. So I hope you all look forward to that. Any way to see that on prime time is to do the time. But uh, here's the second part of my conversation with Aaron Weinbaum. Enjoy. I'm getting down. Wrong audio. Here we go. Yeah, now, now playing um, now playing matchmaker here uh, of USC, I would think strategically, brand-wise, I would have wanted Holly Holm to have a couple of fights that I felt like she could win that were sort of marquee. Build her up before Ronda, right? So that that would be a big thing. But but Holly Holm stepped in and said, "I want this person." Is that is that pretty much what happened? What are you talking about with uh, Misha Tate? Yeah. 
Um, you know, Misha was the contender for a while, and they didn't want to see a third fight between Ronda and Misha because Ronda, you know. Right, uh, to get that out of the way. Time. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough. I, I would hope if Ronda comes back, no matter who the champion is, I wish she would just take that fight with Holly. Now, you see, two, three years ago, three, four years ago in USC, no one's talking about the woman's title. <laughs> it's right. not a big deal. So so Ronda Rousey was huge for USC. She was the marquee name. She was the big was name. It. At one time, Dana said there would never be women in the USC. Right. And then Ronda came along. He's like, okay, I guess we're going to put some women in the USC. They bought Strike Force, where uh, Ronda was the champion at the time and brought her into the UFC and uh, created a whole division around her, the 135-pound division, which was the only division for quite some time in the UFC for women. And then they strategically brought in Brock Lesnar because they lost their draw, so to speak. Oh, for this fight? Yeah. Or for this? Oh, for this uh, pay-per-view? I, I feel like that's I, how it went. I think Brock just made a call and said, "Hey, can I fight on this card?" This is how the story goes. Oh, Brock and reached Conor out. McGregor, yeah, and then Conor McGregor was supposed to be on this card, and he was not. Uh, he didn't show up for some press, and they're like, they just pulled him. And uh, I, I, you know, Brock, I think just said, hey, I'm in. I don't know what kind of training camp he had because I think he only called like four weeks out since I went in. So, you know. He strikes me as a guy that always keeps training even though he's not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. he gets into it. I'm guessing. I have no idea. But... Yeah, I mean, it's very possible and you know, or it's very possible he just said, I want to fight and keeps himself in good enough shape because, I mean, the guy's an athlete, you know. He, he was a college wrestler um, so, uh, you know, he even tried out for the Minnesota Vikings practice squad. You know, he's just a really quick, athletic guy, just a freak of nature for how big he is. Now, now as, far, as far as Ronda Rousey goes, I got off her a little bit too fast. Um, yeah. With Ronda Rousey, how do you feel about her fighting? Because even some of my listeners who don't watch UFC may have YouTubed the 15 seconds, 20 second fight she's had. Um, do you think she's overblown? Do you think she's as good as advertised? I mean, her record says she has, as she was. She's good. I mean, she fought some good, good fighters. I mean, you know, uh, the problem is she was way ahead of women's MMA. Women's MMA is catching up to her skill set, you know? Fighters are evolving every day, you know? And, uh... You know, it is what it is, and unfortunately, it's what happens with all great athletes. You know, eventually, you know, they get onto your game. You know, and it gets into the whole thing with, like, uh, her mother talking about the coach. Uh, I'm wondering if, if we're in a situation where she has to kind of relearn a little bit because it felt to me, my untrained eye, my non-knowledgeable UFC view of things, it, it came up to me and seemed to me that she can't match up to somebody with reach and boxing ability. Like if she can't get around and grab your body part, you're go- she's going down. That's what I that's what I'm concerned has, about. We only have that one fight to go on, so but you know she's never had a boxer that could you know keep her reach and use her jab, and uh, I mean just get off shots like Holly did. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> right now you're absolutely right. So who knows? And then that could be an overreaction, but on my part, like she she makes the adjustment, she gets better coaching, and she she yeah. you know she almost got her, she almost got her arm, and uh, and Holly yeah. Holm got out of it. I I don't know. I I, I didn't feel like Ronda was in that fight at all. I it, mean, it, it, it was hard to watch. It, 
she goes into that second round. She looked about half beat up and dazed already. So, Whoa. Don't get hit by a motorcycle out there, right here. I did, yeah, that was a car without a muffler. I, I, that was <laughs> interesting. Fun, funny looking car too. I don't know. It's got a four banger that can rock it out. So, so tonight's USC 200. Who do we want to watch if we if we're gonna if we're gonna find a way to see USC 200? Who are we looking at? Uh, who stands out as somebody we want to see their fight? I mean, I don't. I, I, there's not one bad fight on this field. Wow, that's pretty amazing. I mean, obviously everybody's looking for Brock Lesnar, of course. Nobody doesn't know Brock Lesnar. Yep. Um, the main event is Misha Tate, Amanda Nunez for the uh, women's band weight. Is that a fight? That's the main event. Yes, yeah, the main event now. So is that is that a good fight? Yeah, it's a good fight, man. I I think I think Misha edges are out, but Amanda's tough, man. And then uh, you know you got Brock. Mark Hunt, and then the the fight below that is Anderson Silva, Daniel Cormier, who Anderson's coming in like four days' notice because John Jones, which was supposed to be the main event against Daniel Cormier for the championship, uh, he tested positive or something. They pulled him for the card. Then they got Anderson, who usually fights at 185 pounds, is coming in on this fight, short notice, which is contested at 205 pounds. And uh, we'll see. I mean, Anderson has had a few fights at 205, and he's undefeated at 205, and there's you know, there were three good fights at 205 he had. Stephen Bonner, Forrest Griffin, James Irvin, and all three of them finished in the first round because Anderson's like a ninja. And he's not cutting any weight, so we'll see. You know, it's so funny. We're recording this on tonight. I just thought about that. I'm recording this for tonight. It's going to play on Thursday, so this fight's over. <laughs> These fights yeah, are over. <laughs> so hopefully you all saw it and enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll look like a genius or a moron by the time this is all done. So, uh, real, real quick, back to um, uh, back to to Rousey, because I'll say, you know, strategically, strategically, again, if they were setting things up on the back end, I, I'm having all these make believe uh, fixes in the back here, but I would want as many women to hold that title between now and when Ronda Rousey comes back, because if Ronda Rousey holds the title as long as she did. Loses it and it bounces around for a while. Then she comes back and wins it and holds on to it again. That'll solidify yeah. her legacy a lot more than going out the way she did with Holly Holm. Yeah, I mean, well, there's a lot of interesting scenarios. I mean, we'll see. So, I mean, you know, her getting beat opened up a lot of possibilities because she had fought up until then just about everyone in that division except for Holly. And I don't think she fought of Andy Nunez either. And, uh, you know, there was talk she would, you know, fight those last few people and be done. But now, what are you going to do? Are you going to retire on a loss? I don't know. I don't think she, I don't think she does that. Uh, I think she had a hard time dealing with losing because she didn't think she'd ever lose, which is kind of an ego issue in, in my mind. But <laughs> and, and I like her. I think I mean, she's great. I mean, she trains to win. She's very confident in herself. She's a former Olympian. She's a bronze uh, medalist in judo. And her mom trained her most of her life, and, you know, she kind of got away from the people who brought her there, and, uh, yeah, you know, went with the Glendale Fight Club and Edmund Treverian, whatever his name is, that coach, and I don't know. You know, besides Ronda, he doesn't have a very good record. Do you think it's strange, if you look at her and the, um, on, she was on one of those talk shows, lately talk shows, and she basically, was it Ellen? Uh, No, no, I'm talking about before the fight, uh, before Holly Holmes. She pretty much talked about 
knowing what she's getting into, and she basically walked us through what the fight might be step for step. And the last part, of course, was if I don't watch myself, I get kicked in the head and I go out. She predicted oh, yeah. every move in the fight. Does that, does that feel fishy to you? It just seems to be just the fighter's mind knew what was happening and she just couldn't physically overcome it. Uh, no, if you're thinking the fix is in, no way. No way. But, I, you know, she knew what she had to train for. And, it's, there's, you know, there's one thing to train for it. And then there's another. I think she trained for it. She was so confident that she was going to be able to handle it. And then she didn't have a plan B for when she couldn't. I will say, if you see, if you watch one of those straight rights to the mush uh, in that fight near the end in slow motion to see her teeth cave in, um, nobody's letting somebody do that to them, I'm thinking. Let me, uh, thing, like, she couldn't eat an apple for a month because she got kicked in the teeth so hard. Like, she literally yeah. wasn't allowed to bite into things. That's how hard she got kicked. Right. Right, so I agree. I agree with you. I don't think that was fixed, but it was kind of funny how that worked out, and in, in not funny in a haha way, but in a weird way. Well, I mean, she knew Holly was going to try to box her, use her hands and feet, and you know, Holly knew that Rhonda was going to try to take her down and submit her. And you know, Holly kind of stuck with it. She stuck to takedowns and kept her at range. And then, uh, you know, Rhonda just didn't have a plan B. <laughs> Trying to stand up with a world class boxer. When you've not trained boxing that long, it's not a good plan. Well, we usually run the charges in, grabs the arm, and just takes you down. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. She 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 kind of gave uh, Holly Holm a chance to, to set her balance and get her center and go for it. I don't know. It, it was just odd. I, I mean, but it all happened so fast, you know. Yep, yep. It's easy to say sitting back here in a chair and never being hit in the face that much. Um, yep. So, so... We'll get off of that. So you all, I hope you all watched USC and enjoyed it. If not, I hope you check out the next one because I'm gonna start getting into it. I've been dragged. I, I have been. I have been annoyed and I have been. Well, I don't know if annoyed is the word, but I have been convinced and 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 brainwashed and and taken into a world where I need to see more USC so I understand more what's happening on Aaron's show because Aaron's got a quality show I keep listening to and I want to not shut it off in the last 20 minutes because I'm lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so let me go ahead. No, that's it. I, I mean, I was like, most of my shows are not uh, uh, UFC centric, so, and, and there are a few of them that are. So, I don't want to, I don't want to exclude anyone. I mean, that's why I try to be pretty uh, thorough in my descriptions of the show before they come out. Right. Which ones you want to tune in, and which ones you don't. So. Well, the one show that got you taking this seriously and jumping into it really uh, full force was the one with uh, Vinny. I don't want to say his last name wrong. Oh, Vinny Tortorich? Vinny Tortorich, yes. The guy who uh, yeah. you say he's been on. Because um, I haven't really heard the Adam Corolla show as much as I'd like to. When I do listen, I enjoy it. Uh, but he, he has this whole thing with... Um, uh, go, we'll talk about his weight loss program, because I know you're on it. It's not so much... I mean, you lose weight if you're overweight, but it's just... It's real simple. It's just no sugars, no grain. Right. And, uh I had a neck surgery, and I was always in pretty good shape. I ate decent, and I worked out decent. But when uh, when I was recovering from surgery, you know, the ability for me to get a good workout in was, was diminished. And I kept trying, but the problem was I didn't have my diet cleaned up like I should. I put on some weight. I started looking kind of lethargic. I mean, all right, you, you're on my Facebook, so you see those family pictures, and then you see the most recent ones I post. There's a huge difference, you know? Right. So... 
you know, I'm in shape now. I was out of shape going to family, family pictures, which, uh, you know, it is what it is. And so, you know, I just did the, I heard him on, uh, it was the Adam and Dr. Drew show. And then I heard him later on the Adam Crow show. So I started trying, I guess it was last, last October, I started doing the no sugar, no grain thing. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm starting to lose some weight. I'm like, I got to figure out how to exercise. So I'm trying I'm thinking to myself, all right, you know, what, what do old people do? So I started walking <laughs> and, uh, that slowly, and then I heard him, you know, on the podcast talk about cycling. I'm like, shit, I can ride a bike. So then I started, uh, cycling a little bit and then I got into mountain biking. And so I cleaned up my diet. I got into mountain biking. I'll jog occasionally. It's a little hard on me, uh, because of the whole neck surgery thing. Right. But, um, you know, I just, just get some exercise and eat right. And that was it. And I dropped some weight. So they decided to do a podcast. I don't think it was my comeback podcast. It was the one after that. I, I just would, did one on NSNG. I casually tagged him on Twitter thinking, uh, you know, he need to be favorited or something. Well, shit. And he said, oh, I listen to that show. That's great. Well, well, can I come on yours? I'm like, sure. And uh, I had to, boy, I had to get that together quick because I didn't do a whole lot of interviews and I didn't want it to sound bad. Right. But uh, it sounded bad. I don't <laughs> so think it's not that bad. I cleaned that up. And I'm like, and finally I'm like, shit, never again. Never again, and then I, uh, luckily I had somebody help me with the edit on that deal, and uh, it, it sounded okay, it's not the greatest, and then, uh, and I said on my show, hey, let's flip Mike, because he does what's called a Saturday show, where a listener gets to come on and either ask some questions or talk about their success story or whatnot, and uh, I did his show, and I didn't sound great on that either, because of the equipment on my end, and like I was telling you, you're kind of at the mercy of whatever the guy has at the other end, too, so, you know, you want to set yourself up right. Right. And uh, and that was it. And so, you know, he came on my show. I came on his, and it was cool. And then he gave me some nice uh, publicity. I mean, he really uh, was kind to me, talking about my website, talking about my podcast. Oh, that's excellent. I, I got I to gotta actually listen to his podcast, and I want to hear your your episode specifically. But, uh, yeah, I, I how hard? I imagine it would be difficult, especially in a family full of kids, a house full of kids. How, how hard is it to stay away from grains and sugars? not easy man because <laughs> it's all around you right i mean there's, there's been nights i uh there's been days i make my own dinners and whatnot you know my wife's pretty supportive about the whole deal but and then you got to kind of order like a douchebag when you go out to eat so <laughs> can you put this to the side yeah. this to the side not this this okay <laughs> i mean it's like a deal like how can i get broccoli instead of potato come on let's make a deal oh how can we do this you know? <laughs> and uh yeah so it, and obviously potatoes are not considered a uh, a sugar or a grain but your liver thinks it is so you know the high starch stuff and, and there's just a whole lot to get into it so i'd recommend listening to his podcast if you want to specifically listen to the one where i was on his show um i think mine is still on itunes his you know he does like four shows a week so he only keeps like the first 50 in the queue but i can, i have found that my show is still on what is called tune in radio and all you gotta do is search aaron weinbaum on tune in radio my podcast will come up in my podcast episode where i was on uh Celebrity fitness trainer will come up. All right, and you're also on Twitter under Aaron says what, right? At Aaron says what? It's it is that Aaron says what one because some joker had Aaron says what who hasn't tweeted for three years. So it is God at Aaron says it. what one. But I will tell you what, all the ways you can find me, all my podcast archives are on Aaron says what dot com. There you go, Aaron That's says what. A R O N S A Y S dot what.com. Aaron says what.com. All right, so I know we're running low on time, so I'm going to go ahead and jump into something. Uh, if you come on my show again, this is going to be two buddies chatting. Uh, it won't be your first interview with me, uh, so you won't have this, but today you get 10 questions. 
boy. You know what ten All questions right. are, right? I get to say pass if I don't want to answer, right? Right, right, right. Absolutely correct. Right. You ready? Okay. All right. Qu- question number one. How often do you cheat on this diet? Uh, Very little. The last time I cheated was on my birthday, and I planned it. I was going to have a pizza. I had a pizza and a piece of pie. All right. Well, at least you're but being I, honest. I, I feel that I, if I do cheat, I don't feel well, and uh, it, just, it affects me a little bit. Because so, you conditioned I mean, your I, body. I feel like a well-oiled yeah. machine. Nice, nice. True or false, some things sometimes start to look more WWE than USC in the USC. I think the lead-up to the fights do look like the WWE because these guys are trying to I would say true. You know, the, you guys are trying to promote their fights and make money. The more pay-per-views they sell, the more they make money. But I think at fight time, it's all it's all business. Yeah, Mike Tyson was good at that in the boxing. Uh, oh, yeah. Number three, your favorite food that you can eat is? Oh, steak, man, all day long. Steak. Eat beefy goodness. All right. And the food that you miss the most, number four, what do you miss the most eating? Pizza. Pizza. Love pizza. All right. If it wasn't for blank, so you got to fill in the blank. If it wasn't for blank, I'd never be on social media. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's a great question. Uh, oh, you know what? If it wasn't for my kids, because I got to spy on them in every little avenue that they do. So, uh, you know, I'm Facebook because my kids are on Facebook. I'm on Twitter because my kids are on Twitter. I'm on uh, Pinterest, Instagram, all that stuff. Because uh, I'm mostly spying on my kids. Which is, well, AKA being a good father. All right. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Just your opinion. How many cats are too many? One. <laughs> are you allergic to cats or something? No, but I have four of them. They're a pain in the ass. I'm with I'm you, man. Them, I'm the only one that keeps them alive, I think. So. All right. So, in the octagon, Gina Correa as Gina Carrera. Or Ronda Rousey? Gia Carano. I said it all wrong. Wow, I'm thinking Tia Carrera. Yeah, Gina Carano or Ronda Rousey in the octagon? I don't know. Uh, It depends because Gina Carano has never made 135 pounds. But Mm. 145 pounds, that's tough, man. I don't know. I'd have to go with Ronda just because Gina hasn't fought in so long. All right. If you were single, Gina Carano or Ronda Rousey? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> even if even pretending you're single okay all right um number nine uh true or false you can beat seacrest in, in an mma fight see ryan seacrest tony seacrest uh, i don't know he looks like a pretty big dude ryan seacrest i could probably beat and number 10 the same question i ask everybody else what do you think of me the host of come get some Oh, I think you're doing great, man. Just keep plugging away. Um, you know, let, let my only advice to you is let let more. We I, we did good this, you know, with the spontaneity. So, uh, I mean, just keep keep at it, man. Keep at it. Find your audience, and uh, you do what interests you. Cool deal, man. I like it. I like it. Before we go, I just want to ask you. Now yeah. you're taking podcasting a little more seriously. Where where are you hoping this takes you? Where where what is the what is the end game here? I don't know. I really don't know, man. Um, you know, I, I have some affiliate leaks on the w- website, maybe get a little support there. But it, in the end, I just like putting on a good show, talking to some interesting people, and, uh, you know, and uh, you know, see what I can contribute out there. 
liking liking what you do and contributing are two wonderful answers. I like that. All right. What about you? What if I were to ask you that question? Um, I actually had a conversation with a very uh, very supportive friend and listener of the show, where I asked, you know, is my show worth listening to? And the reason I do that isn't because I'm worried that my show is not worth listening to. It's not yeah. because uh, my ego is is bruised or concerned. Uh, I ask because I want to know that people are enjoying the show. I, I you know I, I do it because I enjoy it. I love talking to the celebrities and to people like you, Aaron. Uh, you yeah. know uh, other people who aren't big stars. Uh, I enjoy I enjoy getting out there and being able to talk the whole therapy thing on on the air. Um, I want other people to get something out of my show too. I don't want it to be just for me. And that's what's most important to me is that I make a difference out there somewhere, uh, either on the serious issues or just having fun, uh, introducing them to new entertainment, and new talent, and and just getting people out there and, and having a good time. You know, if I've learned something in two years of doing this, don't worry about the people that don't like what you're doing. Worry about the ones that do because obviously you resonate with them and that you will build from there. Right, well, that's why that's why I actually asked somebody that I knew was listening, <laughs> so I can get that that honest input. Uh, so, yeah. and it was, it's not about you know being good or bad or, or or you know it's just about if if I'm doing it just for me and nobody's enjoying it, then I'm kind of wasting my time and I could be doing something else more productive with my life. But uh, I'm enjoying this, and it, 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 I'm doing it for a good purpose, and I'm hoping that it it resonates and and actually. Uh, it actually turned into something more. Uh, I don't think I'll ever be a radio broadcaster per se, or be a career podcaster. But um, for me, I said it on your show. For me, it's a bit of a confidence booster. I do have some some confidence issues and some uh, and some anxiety a little bit. And this is my overcoming of it. And, and it's the beginning because I'm trying to do bigger, better things with my life. And this is this is just the catapult. That's great, man, and I wish you nothing but the best, and I hope your something more turns into something more, and, you know, just be patient and stick with it, man. Grow one built in a day. There you go, man. Absolutely correct. All right, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up, and uh, I'm going to keep you on the line after we stop recording because we got something to talk about. And um, uh, so everybody, uh, serious business people. We we we. we yeah. It cannot be recorded. Hell no. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show, Aaron. I hope everybody enjoyed it and enjoyed learning about the USC and check it out. Um, it will already have aired, but highlights are everywhere online. People, it's a it's an online internet world. Go check some yep. stuff out and see what you like. If you don't like it, at least you heard some interesting stories about it. And you all have yeah, a yeah. – uh, go ahead. I was going to say, maybe next time we do what's called a swap cast. You ever heard of that? No, it's a swap cast. A swap cast is where we both go on and we share a video, and it's two different shows. You're showing mine. All right, so a simulcast. Simulcast. Simulcast, swap cast, whatever you want. Same thing. Okay, very good. All right. Oh, I had a lot of fun talking to you, Aaron. I hope everybody enjoyed listening to you. Everybody check out Aaron Says What. It's on iTunes, too, by the way. It is on iTunes. All, you know, every way you can listen is on Aaron Says com. Click on the podcast link. And I got just about every single way I think you could possibly listen. And that's how you want it. SoundCloud, TuneIn, everything. Legit. Legit. All right. All right. Take care, Aaron. All right, you too. All right. 
So that was Aaron Says What. Aaron Weinbaum from Aaron Says What. Great conversation, great guy. Check out his podcast. Again, I'm on his show. If you look back at their archives as well, uh, we had a nice little conversation powwow there. Hey, check out pod tagging. That's something I'm doing right now uh, with Angry Ref and HG Torch and, and Miss Eric, where Angry Ref took on Miss Eric and we're all hashtag combat. And uh, the winner of that of that battle will be doing uh, next week, if you look for it on pod tag, and we'll be defending that title against Miss Swiss Mistress uh, Cage over there. On uh, She's a hashtag host as well. So uh, check that out. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Next week, I'm working on something special for you. We'll see if it comes through. Until then, that about sums it up. Here's the proper audio. I'm getting down to the sum of this. The sum of that. The sum of everything. Come on. Come on. Yeah.